Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the people of the world together. And when we hear women, when we listen to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our cultures without our differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Andrea Gabriela Chocan. Andrea lives in Braila and studies at Jorge Valsan Theoretical High School, where she is the president of the Student Council. She previously held the position of vice president at county level, followed by interim president and currently the director of the Department of Culture and School Programs of the County Council of Students. Andrea is an idealistic person, thirsty for new things and to develop herself. She puts passion in what she does and actively participates to be the change she wants to see in this world. During Christmas, she usually organizes the Be Better for Christmas humanitarian campaign through which the volunteers offer smiles and gifts to children from poor families. Andrea loves sports, such as running in the park, going to the gym, spending time in nature, observing the beauty that surrounds us. And she also likes to spend her free time with the people that are special to her soul. The motto she follows is Carpe Diem, translated from Latin, live in the moment. Andrea, how are you today? Hello, I'm good and I'm so glad to take part in this project. I'm honored, I'm grateful, and I'm really curious about you as a person. This episode is all about you, so I'll begin with this nice question. If your friends could describe your personality, what would they say about you? I think they said she's a smiling, optimistic person because I like to enjoy a little moment in life that actually means everything. I like to spend my time with my friends or people in general. I'm a sociable person who likes to gather experience and discover new stories. I love that answer. And it makes me very curious because too many people are not so positive. And maybe we live in a world with negative news and social media is full of people who look perfect and make everyone feel like their life is bad. So usually people who are positive, they either have high energy and that energy gives them and feeds them with positivity, or they had difficult times before that made them appreciate the moment and decide to not be a victim and to not be negative or some people it was a pandemic and the social isolation they said no 
I refuse, I want to enjoy life. So to you, where does that positivity and the belief that you should seize the day to carpe diem comes from? Very good question. Time ago in my life, I went through more difficult moments that later made me struggle with anxiety. I know that many people go through something like this, and I want to say that you're not alone, that all this is temporary and will not last forever. Personally, it helped me realize and look for the place where all these wants come from, whether it's about the past, why you felt or why it happened. Spending time with yourself to understand yourself can be the solution. I managed to find myself after long battles with me. And now I live in the moment. I don't get lost in my thoughts. I just take a breath and look at the blessings around me me, the nature, the people, the simple fact that you can walk or that you can see. So life is short. It shouldn't be wasted. I agree. I love your gratitude and that perspective that you have that allows you to be really a positive person. And it makes me think, what are your metaphysical beliefs? I mean, are you a spiritual girl? Do you believe in good karma and bad karma and manifestation and destiny. And maybe you love to read tarot cards to see that your future is bright, which gives you even more positivity, or you just believe uh, your destiny, you're in a world where things will go okay in the end, that you're protected and in good hands. Or what do you believe about this world and how life works that adds to your positive attitude. So yes, I believe in destiny and what is given to be will always be. I think uh, sometimes I manifest my, my happiness, my actual life. I escape for my fears or traumas that surrounded me. And also, I also believe in soulmates and real love in people who not only look alike, but choose to stay next to each other, to live through each other. So yes, I am a believer in destiny. Thank you. It sounds to me that you're a hopeless romantic. Does this mean you spend a long time reading romance novels, watching telenovelas or TV series like that? And therefore, to you, maybe you believe love is the strongest power in the universe, or it makes you want more excitement and drama and fights in your relationships and life? Or how is that part of your personality? And how does it support your positivity? So sometimes I write poems. Many of them are about love and about the deepest experiences I have felt. I have a blog where I publish them. It's called An Infinity of Hypothesis, where I have created a small community of readers. For me, love is uh, the essence. Love is uh, something superior, something that brings us to the sky, that cannot be explained in words, in simple words. I like that, although I wanted to ask you, what is love to you? But then you said it cannot be explained with simple words. So I'll ask you about the name of the blog, An Infinity of Hypotheses. Why that? 
Is it that you're trying to figure out the world and you believe there are many truths and therefore all of them should be explored to find what resonates with our soul? Or is it another thing like love could be unique to each two soulmates? Or what is the source of that name and what made you choose it? So the name describes my uh, different and complex lives. <laughs> describes the balance between suffering and love and what I felt uh, in a moment in my life. Sometimes when I felt so lonely or sad, I just open my laptop and write, 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 write. And when I feel stressed or... Um, when I used to spend my nights with my eyes on the wall, thinking about different things that did not give me peace, I just write. And that's my source of inspiration. Myself, I just write what I really feel, what I really feel and I don't say sometimes. Thank you. You answer my questions even before I ask them. I was going to ask about your source of inspiration. So if I understood you correctly, whenever you feel intense emotions or anything like that, writing is like your meditation that allows you to process the emotions by writing it down and it allows you to understand yourself and release tension, if I understood correctly again, of course. And to ask you then, because to me, writing, it's both a pain and a pleasure in that it feels like there is so much tension, like the idea or the words or whatever we're creating need to come out. It's like giving birth and then you write it and there is a kind of sound or the right words that need to go on the page that resonate with your own feeling. If you don't write those correct words, it feels like, no, no, no. And you change it and you make it into that vision. And then when you finish, you feel I'm done. And it feels like after you had a massage or something, it's really relaxing. In that sense, like the idea, there is some philosophers who believe ideas live in another universe and they're looking for people to come out to this world through. And if they find you in the right space, it wants with all this energy to come to this reality. And that's why there is that intensity when you're creating and writing. That's my experience. How is it for you when you write? How do you feel? How do you know in your emotions is the right time to write? What tells you you're writing in the way that expresses your emotions? And how do you feel afterward? When I wrote, I connect with myself. For me, writing is healing. It's change. It's as if I'm no longer part of the ordinary world, part of this world. And I passed into a superior world full of essence, of sense. I like that. Some people feel the same when they're working out or running and connecting with the beauty of nature, etc. Is it similar for you when you're doing sports, when you're running? Is it also a way for you to have time away from everything to connect with yourself? Or how is that feeling 
different to you writing and connecting with yourself? I also like when I feel stressed or sad or something like that to do sports and listen to music, walk in nature, relax me, change my batteries. Sometimes I simply sit on a bench and take a deep breath, organize my doubts and start over. Thank you. And as a girl who grew up in Braila, can you explain what does it mean to be a Romanian girl in 2023 who grew up in your town or city? Is your culture traditionally Romanian? And therefore, what does that mean? Or are you a mix of the cultures of the world? Because of Hollywood movies, you're a bit American. And because of anime, you're a bit Japanese and a mix of many cultures. Or how is the attitude, personality, and way of thinking of Andrea in 2023 compared to her mom or grandmother? So I told this place is not very developed and does not offer for me many possibilities. I will not give up until I reach where I want. And when I say this, I mean the way I think about success, to be different, to help and listen to society in the true sense, to be appreciate. And when I met someone to say, hey, it's Andrea, she helped change me. We are thankful that there are people like her. So I think Andrea in 2023 is the girl who truly understood the meaning, who continues to know herself daily and to evolve. She's not afraid of the new and what evolution means, either learning a different language or eating something other than traditional Romanian food or what concern other fields. Andrea in 2023, compared to her mother, is <laughs> not afraid to dream and act, is not afraid to say what she's thinking, and she fights for her dreams. Thank you, Andrea. I really admire that. And it makes me think, to you, what would be an ideal place that will really be a perfect fit for your personality? Are you a girl who dreams of living in a huge metropolitan with 10 million people like New York, or you would love to be somewhere just near the ocean, away from everything, but you can work online and find those opportunities? Or what would be something, a place that would be so perfect and so developed that matches your desire for evolution, your perspective, and positivity. An ideal word for me is the word in each I see ideal with myself. Being a sociable person who likes to live among people, I'm just to live in a big city where I can get to know new stories and new experiences. I believe that I don't like working in a closed office, but I would like in a workplace that offer me the opportunity to share my story, to share my thoughts with others, my life experiences, what I believe about Oshati, about destiny, about those discussions. Thank you. I love that. I have 
understood so much more about you, about the reason for your positivity, your ideal location. I want to understand a little bit what motivates you to be the change that you desire to see in the world. What motivates your desire for creating volunteer work, for working, like doing all the activity for the student council, for the county council? What drives you to put that extra effort instead of, for example, relaxing at home, doing homework in that time? or watching Netflix or anything like that? So the moment I decided to get involved was when I discovered in myself the desire to be the change, to help the evolution, to be the voice of the needs of the people around who hides different stories. I believe that a good leader is born a good leader. During the experience, he perfects, he or she perfects and form itself. Being a good leader is not only about having the status or giving rules, but about understanding the people around him, being close to them and their soul. Thank you so much, Andrea. I love your introspective attitude, your ability to connect with yourself, to trust your inner voice, which gives your perspective wisdom compared to anybody else. Because I understood and noticed what you're saying comes from your truth. It's not repeating something you have heard or listened to. I wish you success. I wish you to keep being a leader and contributing. I wish you to always feel better and better, evolve more and more. And I thank you so much for participating in this podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to take a part in your project. I wish you all the best and all the success in the world. Mm -hmm.